Well, aloha, sunshine, and aloha, listeners, and welcome to the Zentiki Lounge. Aloha, and welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Zentiki Lounge, the dimly lit tiki bar that lives in your head. I'm sunshine, and that's pumpkin over there, as we probably already told you, but, well, we've had a couple sips of the cocktail already, and uh, the exotica is on. We are, well, we're going to listen to some music, and we're going to have some drinks, some drinks uh, sent to us, uh, well, not by a listener, but suggested by a listener. This song that we're listening to, it's a Martin Denny song, and the title is just one where you go, hmm, what was he thinking? Not necessarily in a bad way, but it's called The Girlfriend of the Whirling Dervish. Hmm. I don't really, you know, I don't know why he chose that title, but I like it. I can't. Oh, there you go. I'm sure it was inspired by. Why don't you look that up? Oh, I'm going to look it up right now. No, I'm not really going to. Okay, okay so uh, we start every week with a little bit of music and a cocktail. And this week we are having. Well, we're going to sample two. Well, maybe we'll drink them all. We'll say we're say we'll say we're going to sample two lower calorie cocktails, but they don't actually use any artificial sweeteners or anything like that. It's just kind of a different way of thinking about making your cocktail. And uh, a, a listener of the show um, said, "Hey, you know what? I came across um, this website, and it gives you some ideas of how to build lower calorie drinks. See, and I they like even had tiki have drinks. The, uh, the artificial sweetener, because when you think lower calorie, you automatically go into the artificial sweetener." Yeah, generally, th- no, generally that is absolutely true. And so I thought it was very nice that um, that was not the case with this drink, and or with actually these two drinks, and with this website in particular. And the website that we were turned on to is called Skinny Teenies, and that's S-K-I-N-N-Y-T-I-N-I-S.com, SkinnyTeenies.com, and it's Skinny Tiki is who recommended that we try these out. And they have a section for each kind of major alcohol, including rum, of course. And I saw a blue Hawaiian and I saw a Mai Tai and I figured we're going to have to try those. Wow, classic tea. So you've now just tried the blue Hawaiian pumpkin. And what do you think for a drink that has half the calories? For what I remember blue Hawaiians tasting like, it tastes like a blue Hawaiian. Exactly. And what, um, what these recipes recommend is that instead of adding simple syrups and, and sugar, sugar-based things like sweet and sour, is you add liquors that do the same job, which, so these drinks are a little more potent because there's less dilution of sugar and sugar water. And more booze. And more with booze. Flavor. More flavored with flavor, booze. But just the right amount. So for example, this blue Hawaiian consists of the blue curacao, which makes it nice and blue, that orange liqueur. And then of course it's got silver rum in it. We're using the Crusian light rum, which is now my house rum. Now pumpkin, you know I've over the years I've changed my house rum and I'm sticking with the Crusian mm. light rum. It is just it is just delicious and it's not terribly expensive, so you can buy gobs and gobs of it and you won't break the bank. So it's got the, the light rum and the blue curacao, and then um uh, you now normally you would add like a coconut cream to or coconut milk to a blue Hawaiian, but we add Ooh, the Crucian. Well, I know the Crucian coconut rum, which is a very nicely coconut flavored rum. It smells like coconut. Yes, and you don't have to add that much, but you can follow the recipe there and on. Skinny Teenies, and later in the show we're going to have their version of a Mai Tai, and I hope it's as good as their well, version of a Blue Hawaiian. Well, we know Hawaii. that you are very particular about your Mai Tai. I am. That is the one drink that you are the biggest snob. Well, shouldn't uh, I mean? Mm. I mean, there are different. There are many different versions of a good Mai Tai, but there are a lot more versions of a bad Mai Tai. Mm-hmm. And so you just don't want to mess it up. Well, anyways, listeners, thanks again for joining us here in the lounge. This podcast is about tiki. It's about zen every now and then. But it's about a whole lot of other things. So if you've tuned in for something else, there's something for you. Don't you worry. Uh, we're going to go uh, rummage around and see if we can find the mail sack. Because I believe that it's... Um, is it it's, full? It's pretty full this oh, week, no. yes. Nothing like a it's, full sack. It is, it is a low hanger this week. Oh, my. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. Tiki mail. Now this is the part where I'm supposed to make some dirty, nasty comment about your low-hanging heavy sack. Well, it would help. Yes, right about now. Okay, well, 
I think I just did. I'm sorry. Listeners, um, what's your name? Sunshine is trying to motivate me, and he's trying to give me porn visuals, and trying to get me to say something naughty about his heavy, low-hanging Zach. Uh, <laughs> I can't even talk. It's the blue wine. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach. So was that a Freudian slip? I don't know anybody named Zach. Anyways. But, when, um, but would you like to? No, not really. Hmm. I not think of really. Zach Morris. Well, anyways, welcome to the mail portion of the show. Thanks, Pumpkin, so much for not playing along as usual. Sorry, oh, where's I got Starshine when you need her? I got nothing. Okay, so we have a couple. Well, we have an email and some Twitter and some other things. So does Starshine play with your sack? She does. <laughs> this first one comes to us from Estrella from Puerto Rico. And she has written once before, I believe, because I don't know how many uh, Estrellas from Puerto Rico would be writing us. She says, aloha. She put a lot of O's in there. Wow. Love the podcast thing you all do. My friend told me to listen, and it took me a month to figure out what happens, oh, what podcasts were. Oh, then you know what? This obviously can't be the girl from before because she's just turning into podcasts. I found Tiki Bar TV and your show when I searched for Tiki stuff. Tiki Bar TV is a damn good uh, video podcast that's out there, folks. And if you haven't already tuned in, uh, go find Tiki Bar TV at TikiBarTV.com or on iTunes or uh, just search for it and go to their their webpage. I actually ran into Johnny Johnny from Tiki Bar TV uh, at Tiki Oasis this past summer and I said, where's the next episode? And, uh, and he said, well, as fabulous as we are, you know, uh, money sometimes is the root of all evils and mm-hmm. it cost... A pretty penny to put on a show that good. And it is a very, very good show, and they have a high production value. And so they hope to have something out very soon. So if you'd like to sponsor a Tiki video internet sensation, go to TikiBarTV.com and drop them a line and sponsor them. Shove some money in their direction so that we can have a new episode. So anyways, back to Estrella's letter. You're funny, and I've listened to a few shows now. I like to drink along, but I don't always make the drink you're having because I don't have a real bar like you. Thanks for making me laugh after my shitty job and my shitty boss, Estrella. So no question, she just wanted to... Well, that's fabulous. Now, let's see. Let's see. Oh, uh, this is a see, comment we're, from Twitter. We're, we're doing the Lord's work. We are. We are. Yes. Every Every day I wake up and I start preparing for the podcast and... The light shines down from the corner of the ceiling in my, in my bedroom, and, and I have this warm, calm feeling come over me, and I know that I'm going to do something good in the world today. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm going to drink and use profane language and tell people that our lives can suck as much as theirs can, and we can all hold hands and get on about it. Wow, it's like that Coke commercial from the 1970s. What? I'd like to buy the world a Coke. And they're all with oh, standing there I with the that. candles. I that. Come on. Now this comment from Twitter was simply more drinking, please, more, more, more. Okay. Well, we're gonna have two drinks well, there's today. Two so drinks. There's we'll, two we drinks. We will do that. Uh, this other comment, um, and I didn't write down who these were from, but this one is: Pumpkin sounds very hot when she drinks. Is she hot when she's show- sh- sober? <laughs> sober. <laughs> well, see, you're tripping over your words. The, just as the much answer as I to am. that is. Yeah, she's 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 decent when she's sober. Um, Wait, define decent. <laughs> well, I actually I actually think you're hotter when you're sober. Um, I oh, think when she's I think when, when I drink, she's I get a little sassy, and you don't yeah, like you no. don't like the sass. I don't like a lot of sass in bed. You know, no. Um, you like to be the one in control, and when I drink, I have a tendency to be rather assertive. You do. And you don't like that. Now, another note we had was from Skinny Tiki, and that was where Skinny Tiki told us to check out the site, theskinnyteenies.com, and I'll put a link on the show notes this week. Uh, I have the book and tried a bunch of them. I'm a hardcore tiki cocktail person, and I'm not too keen on most vodka martinis, but there are some good rum drinks on this site as well. So, uh, well, we already give two thumbs up to the Blue Hawaiian, and we're going to try the Mai Tai in a little bit. And uh, uh, Skinny, Teeny, or Skinny Tiki also said, FYI, Tarani has a ton of sugar-free syrups that can be used in lighter, low-calorie recipes. Mm-hmm. Now, now we do have several diabetic listeners. We so do. We do. Now, these them? drinks are not low-sugar. They're low-calorie. No, low- and, and there is a difference. There's similarities, but there's a difference. And our, 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 our 
sugar watching diabetic listeners, they know how to how to manage that. You know, we don't have to go into that. Uh, because for the rest of you who can drink all the sugar and booze you want, I'm sure you're not counting any calories. But this Blue Hawaiian has 250 calories versus over 500 in the standard. The original has over 500? Oh, yes. Are you kidding oh, yes. me? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I would take this way that. Right, no, and, yeah. and you, you get the buzz in a, in a shorter amount of time. No, you do. Yes. Mm-hmm. You get the buzz in a shorter amount of time, and there's less calories. And there's less calories. So you can have more. That's right. <laughs> wow. That's right. That's what we do in America. Well, where you if can something have, has half the fat, we eat you twice have as much. More. Yes. Like my dad, when uh, he was eating popsicles for dessert and couldn't understand why he wasn't losing weight. Well, because each popsicle had like 25 calories. Well, he was eating a whole box. Right. Right. Yeah, that's not the way to do it. It doesn't mean you eat the whole, but you can eat just as much. And, and last but not least here during the mail segment, I would like to give a big mahalo to two of our fans. Paul Matheson and Sarah Tiki Girl Sandry made some donations on donations on really? PayPal to the show. Yes, uh, wow. they, they recently made some donations. And as a role, uh, oh my goodness, as a result of those donations, uh, we are currently advertising on TikiCentral.com and on Facebook. I just put the ads back up yesterday. So big mahalo to Paul and to Sarah for sending in those donations. Wow. We really appreciate it. And again, that helps us advertise and all that good stuff. And That's there fabulous. You go. And we'll be right back. Pumpkin. I think you owe the listeners a little story. About? Well, yesterday on the phone, you told me something that I never thought I would hear. And I don't know if you recall, but... No, I don't don't recall. Many years ago on the podcast... (laughs) We talked yesterday. (laughs) Many years ago on the podcast, you said that it was more likely that you would birth the next Messiah than it would be that your boyfriend would put the Christmas lights up. Oh my gosh, yes, there was a Christmas miracle. I forgot about the Christmas miracle. Well, I came home from work yesterday, and... I'm sorry. The baby Jesus... The baby Jesus had put Christmas lights on my house. No. It was a Christmas miracle. I didn't know what had happened. And listeners, I have been, well, my house has been Jewish for the past, oh, five, six years. And she doesn't mean because it had blue and white lights on no, it. No, no, it was lights. no lights. But every single year I ask my boyfriend, can, you know, we put up lights? And his answer, of course, has been no. Then yesterday. Now, wait, can I throw in that your boyfriend happens to be a lighting technician? A theatrical lighting yes. designer. Yes, yeah. that okay. is his job. Okay, yes. L- lighting designer, whatever. He puts up lights. No. Just that, like that is beneath I, him. I may be a I may be a restaurant manager extraordinaire, uh, uh, but uh, I, yeah, I basically flip burgers. <laughs> you flip burgers? Well, I don't. I don't. I'm 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 well removed from that. But right, I'm just saying that right. he can call himself whatever he wants. Well, but to him, he puts Christmas up lights. lights is there beneath him. But this year, when I came home yesterday, we actually have lights on the house. Now, let me just tell you, it's one strand. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, I'm sorry, it's two. And, and are they the minis or the solar... C9s or C7s or what are it's they? It's a combo plate. Oh, some does it look tacky? Little, you know, they're up. They're up and there's some solar LEDs around mm-hmm. the uh, the tree in the front. Um, So they're up, which was surprising. So it was it was a Christmas miracle. I, I didn't know what to say or, or do. But I guess we're not being uh, well, Jewish. Well, did you, did you reward him? And, well, he expected a reward. The first thing that came out of his mouth when I walked in the house was, get out the chapstick. So he, of course, was expecting a, a favor. Um, even though that I hadn't even asked him to put up lights because I know that every single year it's just not going to happen. So this year I kind of gave up. Now, the neighbors that we have that just moved in, um, they're from Bali. Mm-hmm. They had lights up. 
Um, the Hindus across the street have a little strand of lights over their um, their bushes. Do they have Vishnu or anything um, lit up on the lawn? No. And then, well, then we have some more uh, people from India, two houses down. They put up lights. Um, and so I don't know if he was feeling a little threatened. I don't, I don't know. But how do, how do his lights compare to the neighborhood lights? Um, no. No, that's no. too bad. Is he make, is he maybe thinking of compensating with one of the giant inflatable things? No, can we talk about the carnage? We can. That is very disturbing to me. Oh wait, I, aren't you disturbed Be- before by though? That? Before though, we need to talk about the lower calorie mai tai that we're. Oh, drinking. let's talk about the from lower skinny, calorie mai tai. Before we talk about the inflatable carnage that yes, is yes. strewn about Which your lawn, you all know I've heard, I've said many times on the show, I hate it all. But anyway, so the mai tai. So, the, so anyway, wait, you this, hate it all? Not not many mai tais. You mean I, the I don't hate the mai tai? No. Okay. This okay. So this this lower calorie mai tai, uh, it's um. Well, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to give the recipe. Go to skinnyteenies.com and check it out yourself. But uh, it is it is red, which you've all heard there's me say that before. That in there, I, isn't there? No, orge. Or whatever. But there's none of that in here because it uses the <laughs> creme de noyade, the uh, almond orgate. liqueur, instead of the uh, sugar water with almond. Mm-hmm. Which you know, orge is a great product, but it's full of a lot of calories that you don't necessarily need. And so the the almond liqueur in this, um, you know, they color it a reddish orange color so it gives the drink a red color and you've heard me say before if your mar- if your martini if your mai tai is pink or red throw it back well that's because they're using grenadine and they're adding all of that extra sugar water grenadine because Usually the because mai tais people get are brown because people is, yes because a good mai tai will be a citrusy to brown color Looks somewhere like in the poopy. in the orange to brown <laughs> range yes and that's okay and that's why they come that's why they go so great in tiki mugs because because when, the color is not appealing right and that's because it has citrus and it has dark rum and uh, it has colorless ingredients, and when those all come together, you they get look a like diarrhea. Earth tone beverage. Oh, listen to you! <laughs> listen to you, Earth tone beverage. One of beverage. the tastiest. Look at how politically one of the correct tastiest beverages is. that ever ever came out of the Virgin Mary's vagina. But um, th- but this one anyway is a decent mai tai. Meaning, if somebody gave it to me, I the would Virgin drink Mary it. Virgin Mary was Polynesian. She was. Wow. If somebody gave, made me this that. Mai Tai, I would drink it. I would not throw it back. If somebody asked me for a lower calorie version of a Mai Tai, I would probably make something very similar mm. for them. So this is not a bad attempt at a Mai Tai. Is it the best? No. But I could probably play with a little bit. I would probably... Listen to you. Well, Listen I would probably play with the rums that were used. There is some dark Karuba in here. There is some Crucian Light in here. There's the almond liqueur. And, uh, it's strong. And there's some fresh lime juice, of course which is almost calorie free for right off the lime tree out on the patio the lanai <laughs> so anywho so there okay, you go Rose. so 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 far uh, another two thumbs up for skinny teenies so even though this isn't the best cocktail in the these world these are some motherfucking strong drinks let me tell you it's that it's good they're strong okay pumpkin now you were talking about uh, the holiday lighting and uh, and such no i was just saying no you mentioned the inflatable things and that oh, yeah, seems yeah, yeah. to be the big uh, what everybody puts out, but it's funny. I mean, they look fine when they're inflated, but when they're deflated, it just looks like a bunch of carnage strewn about your uh, your front lawn. It and does. It looks very it, tacky. They look and like very oversized, oversized colored condoms that have been thrown across the yard. And they look—they just look horrible. They're just, just. Now I get what you mean by the carnage. It yes. just looks like carnage. Like someone just came through and just killed all of your little, your snowmen and your ranger and Santa, and they're just strewn about. They're just dead. Wow, I, you know I never really thought about it that it's way. I just, carnage. I just, I just hate them. And everyone knows that those inflatable. Excuse me. Oh, that was lovely. Um. Everybody knows that these inflatable lawn monstrosities were all invented by the electric companies, right? The electric companies patented no, these they things. They were invented by Jesus and Santa. <laughs> no, these were invented by the and patented by the electric companies uh, because as lighting moved from the C9 and C7 bulbs and we went into the minis and now the LEDs, the electric companies were like, oh, People already aren't using their air conditioners during the winter. 
We, we always had Christmas lights as a fallback. Now we don't have Christmas lights because the Christmas lights don't use any power. Oh, look. Nylon snowmen. Yes, if we get these giant sewn-together nylon things that uh, use fans and lighting and all kinds of other stuff, we can keep everybody using the electrical power that they were always using during the winter, and, and we can continue to rape and screw Mother Nature at our leisure. And it will look lovely. Yes, and then your lawn will look lovely in the process. And that's what I think about inflatable lawn ornaments. Well, and I saw, let's see, when I was taking the dogs for a walk today, I saw Santa in a, um, a little helicopter. Uh-huh. Um, let's see, I saw a big, oh, must have been 12-foot snowman, the snow globes. Um, oh, a carousel. I saw a little carousel. And was it moving? Does it? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. It's moving. Uh, basically, every house on my block has some sort of inflatable ornament. It's just, it's a tragedy. It, it No, I mean, there's just there's just no point in it. I was actually going to go through the email here and see if I could find out the forward from my mother of the most misunderstood inflatable lawn ornaments. And I remember, really? I remember one of them, and it was a, you know what an Airstream is, right? The the, sta- the, the stainless steel tow behind uh, trailer, yeah, yeah. an airstream. Well, so they have one, and it's an airstream, and it's and the yeah, door bigger than nineteen fifty. But it's yeah. and, and the door is open, and it's mm-hmm. Santa leaning out, and Mrs. Claus is leaning out of the door as well. But because of where she's leaning out, it looks like she's blowing Santa, <laughs> while Santa is leaning out with one arm in the air to wave and the other arm holding on to the now, airstream. Now, would you put that on your lawn? No, even no. though even though there's some scant humor, I no, I would no, not. No, you I would still not. wouldn't do it. I still wouldn't do it. Now, pumpkin, have you? I'm gonna I'm gonna guess you've heard this because you are an informed person. Oh, ignorance is bliss is my new motto. So I'm not so sure. Those those pesky scientists they have now discovered that pollution is making birds gay. Really? Yes, and these aren't <laughs> and these aren't the Christians from Kentucky scientist type. Not them. Mm. Not the Museum of Creation type. But, because um, it's killing off the women? What's going on? So the white ibis is a uh, bird that is... Oh, um, the ibis. The ibis, no, yes. The white no. ibis. It's happening to many birds, but the white ibis in particular, due to pollution, um, there is a much higher and rising incidence of homosexuality in the birds than was ever you know previously recorded. Well, how do they know they're homosexual? The birds have been tagged in metropolitan areas. Well, I believe because they're living in metropolitan I believe, areas. That's what's making them gay. <laughs> they're metrosexual. Yeah, I believe this I think study. They're just metrosexual I believe this birds. study came out of the UK, and so they found out. Oh well, how can you tell? So they found out. They if tagged the birds, birds, and they on. found out that the male birds were stooping the other male birds. The the ibises were. You know, how do birds uh, stoop? I don't even know. You know what? I don't know. I haven't watched that video. Because the pigeons, I mean, you know, pigeons, they get on top of each other and everything, but I have are you seen, sure it's just yes, not a I male? Yes, I do have hours and hours of pigeon porn. I think but, it's more of a male dominance thing. No, but I think no, there's too no, many males, so, and so they're they, trying to. But the study the shows dominant. that it used to be something like one in a hundred pairings. Of the birds would be. Are they shacking up? Gay. Are they living together? Well, well I don't. Are think, they making? A I don't nest think they're together? monogamous as it is now. Like for example, the flamingo, not a monogamous bird. The um, but no, and I just happen to know that turkeys, not a monogamous bird. <laughs> Peacocks, monogamous. No, don't. They you are. Say that. They don't mate for life. Yes, that. they do. And and you know, I thought everybody knew that. I just know that because I just happened to watch a Discovery Channel special. <laughs> but but anyway. Well, and I'm scared of birds, so I so really the don't white, care. The white ibis, they're all going gay, which means, and now they're thinking that up to 20% of the population in the polluted areas is now gay, meaning but that's... why? Meaning why that's, are they gay? Well, now, they're, 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 all they're doing is they're saying that in pollution-heavy areas, they are noticing this. They believe it's because There's of mercury. There's a reason they're animals. Mercury specifically, it. and mercury uh, does things to a uh, part of the brain that um, well basically tells you, you know, you like this and you like that, 
and uh, the mercury poisoning um, tells uh, male So they have no interest in the females? No, none at all. In fact, uh, apparently they view them as a threat. Yes, that's correct. So they could go extinct, not because the pollution killed the bird, but because the pollution changed their brain chemistry and made them go gay, and they no longer procreated. Well, then the Lord must want them to be extinct. And so, and so, I'm going to use this as a way to tell our um, right-wing Christian audience, uh, all one of you that um i don't really think there you there you go there you go uh the gays both human and bird alike we are not trying to turn your family your children your brothers your sisters or your your white ibis gay the pollution is maybe 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 you all just were just exposed to mercury when you were younger in utero that could be Y'all that should could just be. get checked for mercury poisoning. My mother never ate tuna, though. Well, but it was the 70s. <laughs> it was the 80s. It was the 80s. It was the 80s. It was the 80s. Oh, there was you watch it. There was a lot going it. on. There was a lot going on. I tried to stop myself, but I had already said it. Now, can we discuss the holidays again? Well, you're talking about those lovely, those lovely lawn ornaments, and so every year there's this other study that people do, and I find this one interesting. Now, for the first time, due to you can't think about the war on Christmas, due to inflation or no, due to inflation or whatever, the twelve days of Christmas, if you actually costed it out, oh, that's right, now costs over one hundred thousand dollars for the first time. So if you were to Get the five gold wow. rings, the partridge in a pear tree, the nine lords a leaping, the whole deal. If you were to actually get it all together in one room, the seven swans a swimming. That's right. You would now have to spend over one hundred thousand dollars to have the entire twelve days of Christmas. Now, what I couldn't figure out was, and I read the article, and then I read another article that was linked was. When they calculate this, are they calculating it in the round or in the singular? So, for example, if you go to the very right. last verse, you go 12, 11, 10, 9, da, 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 da. Right. So, are they looking at it from like that you point have of to view? Or it. are they looking at it from the point of view of you've said number five seven times, you've said number six six times, you've said number seven five times, you know what I mean? But I think with the 12 days of Christmas, you just give the gift on that day. You don't keep giving that gift. Oh, that's true. So probably. So they're thinking at it as if you gave each of these gifts the one time. The one time. $100,000. Now, here's what I think is interesting. Uh, how many swans are swimming? How many? Well, it's six geese a laying. Six geese a laying. How many swans are swimming? I got to start from the beginning. I, I found it interesting that the swans are swimming. Swans, seven, seven swans are swimming. Six geese a laying. Is less expensive than, is it 11 drummers drumming? The swans Nine are the swans are more expensive. Seven swans are swimming. The seven, the seven swans are more expensive than the drummers. Wow. I would not have thought, but apparently... Uh, swan, swans the are swan mean. labor swans unions, mean. the swan labor and unions are, are, are out of control, and so uh, that's that's what's happened. This this drink, those are feels, very strong drinks. Strong. I'm yes. swaying, but, I feel like I'm swaying here. Well, let's see what Santa has to say. Oh, my, Santa. Now, maybe he'll sing us a song right off, or maybe he won't. Let's see. You know, there's just wow. nothing classy about Santa, Santa. I think Santa's having some problems oh, here. Can you hand me a new roll, please? Not much I can do with this cardboard tube. Oh. Yeah, I think Santa sounds like he's having some problems. I think he eats a lot of tacos. I think tacos. we need to, uh, yeah, leave him alone. Santa stopped by the Taco Bell. Well, we'll before. leave him alone now, Pumpkin. I believe, I believe that you have in front of you some more holiday-related material. And, uh, you know, since there's not a whole lot uh, cheeky about this week's show, let's stick with the holiday theme. And you, I think, wanted no, to share with us... No, you said this was not the holiday show. No, this isn't the holiday... This is oh, not the holiday... The this holiday is not the show. holiday... What do we call it? Spectacular. Spectacular. <laughs> no, that's not this. That's next week or the week after. Or the week after, the week this after. Is, this is just another day in December. 
And you've got a catalog or two in front of you well, that I think I are interesting. Well, I have a fabulous catalog. The um, Bass Pro Shop. Are you familiar with the Bass Pro Shop? I am. Yes, I or am. Or the huge outdoor world. Now, they're just, you know, sporadically placed throughout the United States. Um, there's one on the way to Vegas. One in Vegas. And then there's one in Vegas. Well, actually, it's not on the way to Vegas. It's in Vegas. And then there's one that's, you know, kind of close. But they're based out of Missouri. And I bought a gift card for my brother last year because he wanted some outdoor gear for skiing. And so they sent me a catalog. And as I was going through the catalog, I found some extra special... I can't talk. Extra special gifts that I think people would enjoy. Anything for me? So, well, here, I have some for the ladies. I have some camouflage lingerie. I shit you not. <laughs> oh, doesn't so she ladies, look lovely? There is some camouflage lingerie. Now you have classic camo, and then you also have some lingerie that's in the hunters, you know, like the hunters, how they go hunting, and it's like the reeds and the right. leaves. Now, and is, is this camo, are, are the cami, camo 90s, are they designed to hide your poon from your lover so that you can have a peaceful night alone? Is that what it's designed no, for? No, this is to turn people on. Silk baby doll set. Um, no, this silk flyaway set. So there's some lingerie. I don't there. get it. I don't Camouflage get that. lingerie. I don't get why that would turn anyone to on. To turn your man. We're talking about America here. Oh, that's right. Then for the children, we have some little camo princess and some little uh, t-shirts with some shotguns on it. And then we also have a little, uh, for the boys and for the children, little blow-up animals with targets on them. Ooh, nice. Where they can use their little bow and arrows, a little 3D bear target, where your children can use, uh, learn to, where to shoot the animals. So you see there's a bear here, and there's a little target, and then there's a little deer, and there's little black holes, and children get to practice where to shoot the animals. Oh, and look at that right there. That the uh, the uh, deer target shooting there. It's sponsored by Sarah Palin's Alaska. Mm, it's fabulous. So you have little guns and little my first uh, bow and arrows, and it's lovely. And so you just kind of go through here, and it's quite the shit kicker catalog. <laughs> but those are the highlights. No, I thought I thought you were going to have a lot more to talk about, but uh, I definitely no, the highlight for the me. Highlights, the highlights. The highlight for me is the inflatable. Uh, animals for shooting. Mm-hmm. And then she has a little boy out there with a little camo shirt on um, with a gun on it showing uh, he's shooting the bears. It's fabulous. I, well, when I was a child, you know, like six, seven years ago, mm. when I was a child, um, I I never had anything like that. In fact, I I guess I grew up in a, in a bastardized uh well, upbringing because I I was I was taught your to, daddy never took you no, out to the shooting I was, range. I was taught we would go camping and we were told to respect nature well, and see, to we went and to, to the watch shooting it. Range. We, we we watched nature. We enjoyed nature. We didn't kill it. That's just not yeah, my upbringing. No. You well, go out to the shooting to, range and then you go each, hunting. To each their own. And then they would, uh, people in my family used to take pictures of the animals before they shot them. And then they would hang those pictures up in the house. It was lovely. Yeah, we didn't do that in my house. Yeah, it was great. Well, what else do you have there? Well, I just, uh, you know, I just brought in some uh, holiday time tips. Okay. Would you like? I would. Would you like to share? So I found here in my little, uh, my little magazine... There's a whole Now, this is real simple, because you're a big yeah. whore for the real simple magazine. I love to keep it simple. Just keep now, it simple. Now, okay, I know that they call this magazine real simple, but sometimes there's nothing simple about no, it. No, but there's nothing about, because usually women's magazines, they're all about how to keep your man, how to look younger, and how to stay skinny. This magazine tells you the 10 uses for aluminum foil. What's number four? I don't remember. Use it to scrub your barbecue. I do, actually. That yeah. one I use. I, so I, this know. tells you like how to organize your closet, how to speed clean. Do you know your... how to organize your closet? Throw shit out. 
But that's it how, shows you that's how to how organize you, I don't it. Need, I don't need a job aid for throwing crap in the trash can or donating it to charity. Or how to speed clean your pantry. Well, um, okay. Multiple uses I'm actually interested in that. How do you sheet? speed clean your pantry? Well, it gives you the, the breakdown of like minute two and the, the supplies you need. And then it gives you a breakdown. Okay, but but, but what would you like to talk about for the holidays? So this here is a whole article on how to have fun at your own party. Because you know when you usually are hosting a party, as many of us are this season. Not enough of um, us, let me say, because uh, everyone keeps calling me and saying, where's your party? And I'm like, no, bitch. How about you host a goddamn party for a change? i invites yeah, to different parties. Yeah, to parties that I'm helping host. Oh. Uh-huh, yeah. Well, but anyway. your name's not on the email. Right, right. But guess who's really hosting in the background oh. there? Yeah. Well, there you go. So this is an article on how to have fun at your own party because usually it's your own party. Tip number one, be drunk. Oh, there you go. Why do we keep yawning? I don't know. I think there's Apparently a I put roofies in the low-calorie <laughs> cocktails. You forgot. I know. We're like fading really fast. There are roofies in this cocktail. Wow. I'm not going to be able to drive home for an awfully long time. Go on, I'm going go to on, try go and on. read this article. So, step one, there's all these different steps on how to enjoy your own party. Well, what would you say are so, a couple of the most important tips? Okay, step one, make only uh, easy food. Easy and impressive food. So, just things that you can set out and people can eat. Like things that don't require having to be reheated or whatever. Right, just right. Or as Ron Popeil would say, set it and forget it. Set it and forget it. Now, this, of course, pertains to the show. So the second item that they tackle is to step away from the cocktail shaker and make drinks that are more punch-like so people can serve themselves. I haven't had a party in years where I did not have a large bowl of punch that was self-served because that is the key to like 80% of your guests. And then and then you might have one signature drink where you've pre-mixed a few things and you might pour into a glass. But yeah, go with punch. Well, it actually gives you one, two, three, four, five, six different cocktail recipes that are punch. Oh, I gotta take a look at these. And then um, it talks about even how to set your, um, where to set the bar. And how to prevent bottleneck and how to stock up on ice. And then how to make Wait, enough does it to say, drink. It tells us how to stock up on ice? How to stock up on ice. You mean like get some? In addition to the ice for the bucket, you'll need at least a 10-pound bag for every four guests. Did you know that? Um, I think that's a little high. But uh, yeah, you don't want to underestimate the ice because you need ice for drinks. Sometimes you need it for coolers. Sometimes you need it for chilling things. And uh, or you also need it for the non-alcoholic drinks. So yeah, you definitely don't want to underestimate your need for ice. Now, in estimating cocktails, how many cocktails should you plan for each guest? I plan for two to three cocktails per person. That is personally what I plan for. Well, you should plan. Assume that each guest will consume two cocktails in the first hour, and one drink an hour after that. That sounds about, see, two to three drinks. So that sounds about right. Now I have, and then there's an average because I have some guests that come to my parties that drink oh, nine, yes, you do. nine cocktails and throw up on the lawn. And then I have others who have, <laughs> they have the one drink and they're the designated driver and then they don't have another one and I, I'll make them some coffee or something. And then it also says to keep a mixed match variety of glasses on hand. Well, what do you mean exactly by that? Different sizes? So it says mismatched vessels look great. Um, for inexpensive party glasses, uh, figure each guest will at least use three glasses. You know, that is, is actually something that um, I it annoys me, so and I guess it should figure each guest is going to use because you think you have your glass, or at least I use my glass, and then you just go and refill it. But most people don't do but that at a party. But most people forget because where after they the left their glass. Because after the first drink, they don't remember where they left it. Or they, so they just or they think somebody one. else took a sip off of it, and yeah, and then they just start over. So for each guest, figure they will at least consume, they will dirty three glasses. 
And you know what? I actually kind of like that tip, and I have never done that. I do have matching sets of cocktail glasses, but uh, I think that's a nice tip to have, you know, some highballs and lowballs and hurricanes and martini glasses, and just, it kind of looks nice to have all those different kinds of cocktail glasses around the place, Mm -hmm. you know, as long as you pick up some of them and, you know, wash them. Now, this one says to, um, to rent a coat rack and soak your dirty dishes. Just fill a large plastic bin with large soapy water in the kitchen and just keep tossing shit in it. We do that. We have, like, for Halloween, we have the big giant cauldron. Mm-hmm. And we just keep putting stuff in it until tomorrow. And then you just kind of tidy up and you're done. Now, how do you kick people out? Um, you know, I don't usually have to, but, um, what I do is, uh, about an hour before I need people to leave, I let the punch bowl run out. Oh, there you go. Right. No, I do. I let the punch bowl run out. That kind of sends a signal. Another way I send a signal is, um, if they're still asking me for more drinks, I water those suckers down. Oh, They're, so you don't give them coffee? I've heard you start. Well, no, coffee. I do. I will. I will brew coffee, and sometimes that gives a hint. Mm-hmm. But to the to the extremely inebriated, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. So I will. I will make them. And I have. I've had people that have had enough to drink that I seriously am making them cranberry. Cranberry juice and club soda. And they're like, this is so good. <laughs> they think there's booze And I'm in like, it? sure they do. You know, <laughs> you've got the cranberry juice, the club soda, and a splash of lime, and they think it's the best goddamn Cape Cod they've ever had. <laughs> And 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 then and then you know what And you don't just tell them, hey, the party's over, get the fuck out. Well, I like to be sneaky. Oh. See, and I'm rather blunt. No, party's over, get out. So this, for example, uh, you know, you start the coffee. And then you lower the music, blow out a few candles, turn one light on. So bit by bit, you turn a light on here and there in each room. And that's supposed the to The boyfriend signal. does that. I, and then um, I go back and turn them off just because I like a dark cave. And then you start... Well, there you go. You are... Um, but I don't mind if my parties go till 2, 3, 4. I don't really care. Unless unless I've had too much to drink and every once in a while. Right. Every once in a while I make a cocktail that is just so good I just keep drinking. And um and then I find myself quite inebriated and um by one o'clock I'm like, why won't everybody leave? I just want to lay down. Well, start turning on the lights. <laughs> I'll have to remember start that. Start turning on the lights and uh, start blowing out candles, turning on lights, lowering turn the music off and start cleaning up. Start taking their drinks well, from Well, I them. always have two soundtracks. See, I don't turn the music off, but I have the party soundtrack, and then I have the chill soundtrack. And so I will, I will put that on after like a good two-thirds of the guests have already taken off, and there's like that, there's the stragglers. There's like the ones who are, well, I, 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 call this, I call this the group of people that they're just lucky they were invited in the first place, mm. and they tend to not leave first. Like I you know? said, the nowhere to go. Group. Yes, exactly. And um, they can be very nice people, but uh, when they get invited to a raging party or a good time, they want to enjoy it as so long as they can. So, what do you mean can. the lucky to be invited? Well, like they don't get out much? Meaning, meaning they never host a party. So, meaning there's nothing reciprocal. They never give anything back. They never bring anything. They just come See, to your party. I feel bad they, when I show up and I don't have They anything. just come to your party and they want to have a good time, but they never bring anything. They never host a party. And they tend to be that kind of guest that causes a fight with somebody else or um, just says something a-hole-ish, you know? So when you go to a party, do you bring something? Um, well, I know my... I, I always bring something. I generally know who's who's entertaining and who's hosting, and that will determine. So, for example, yes, there are some of our friends. I will definitely bring a bottle of wine or champagne if, if I'm a guest. So who and there are others not show up and bring a drink? Well, for example, if I, am, if I am the guest of a guest, I don't bring anything because it's up to the invited guest mm-hmm. to know the host and know whether or not they something. should bring something. Yes, I don't. But if I'm the guest, the primary guest, and uh, and I'm going, I'll know. What, is this? Would they appreciate some wine or some champagne? Or what have but I, I seen them run out of in the past? always show up with something in hand. Well, I always you know, feel bad because you know parties are expensive. But you know me. You know me. I will tell people don't bring anything except beer because that is the one thing I don't Well, supply. that's just because you're controlling. Well, yeah, so... 
It's not that you're being considerate. It's that you're controlling. I am this being considerate. Party. What are you talking about? This is your party, and this is the only thing that's acceptable, and this is what you're serving. You know what? You're and a you bitch. tell, I'm not a bitch. I'm just keeping it real. Am I wrong? Well, am I wrong? You're keeping it real simple. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, if me telling the truth makes me a bitch, then I guess I'm a bitch. Well, um, yeah, there. yeah, and you're a bitch. Okay, so um, we need to try something. What? We need. Well, I'm going to show you. Oh. Okay, pumpkin. We are oh, going to try. I'm so. We're insane. going to try something that I have been waiting for for quite a little while, and I've talked about Trader Tiki on the show before because I've tried uh, two of his syrups before. Trader Tiki, Trader Tiki makes um, some uh, cocktail mixers in the true. Uh, in true tiki style, um, some. Can I just say it's really hard for me to hold my head up right now. Well, it's good you're drunk. It's really hard. So we're gonna try, and so he now is he's selling two ounce versions in a sampler pack, where you get five of his most oh, popular I love mixers. Me the sampler. Five of his most popular mixers in these lovely glass bottles, and uh, so this first one we're gonna try, and so pumpkin, you can just you know dab your finger on it it's like, like this and just try it. And this one here is. Hibiscus grenadine. Okay, so what's the so point of this? What so just just to try it. We're trying. He uses now, um, what is this no high fructose corn syrup, real sugar, um, real ingredients, nothing artificial. Um, it's hibiscus grenadine, so it's just it's just sweetened sweetened sugar water, but you get that floral note in it. Me. Did you smell it? All I smell is the soap on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's coconut. Nice. That's nice that you wash your hands after you go potty. Well, of course I do. That's great. Now, this one is Dawn's Spices Number Two. So, if you have, <laughs> for example, if you have Beach Bum Berry's book, Spices remixed, Number Two. Spices Number Two. Um, there are there are a couple drinks that call for Don Spices and Don Spices Number Two, and um, this one is one of my favorites. Uh, it is definitely very spicy, and you will probably think it smells like Christmas in a bottle. Oh, wow. Or, or a ham. Oh, because I love me the ham. Oh, that's good. The clove notes and the all-spice oh, are delicious wow. in there. Oh, my God. This smells like Elton John. No, it does not. <laughs> I just, just try I it. I just stuck my nose so in that's, it. So that's Dawn Spice number two, and there's a couple... Uh, classic tiki cocktails that you can use that for. Oh yeah, Elton John. But, you know, I have to say that, you know, you cannot find these uh, over the counter. These are not, you cannot go to BevMo or Wine and More or the local liquor barn. For these, you know, you need you to... You have to um, make them yourself. You have to make them yourself or you have to go to TraderTiki.com and you have to get them. And, okay, now, here's the orge. This is yeah. a real homemade almond sugar. Oh, I think you're going to like it. Now, if you, have a nut, if you have a nut allergy, can you have this? Well, you know what? I, I would suppose not. Mm. Let's see. <laughs> That's tasty. I'm sure this is so That's tasty. Well, I want the listeners to know. Our listeners, why we're that, sitting here tasting stuff. That other than making... Of- that other than making your own mixers and uh, simple syrups and things at that, home, you could put that in coffee. Uh, you could. So. Tasty. Yeah. Okay, now I think we've got two more here. Wow. Here's that Dawn's is quite mix. A sampler Here's bag. Dawn's mix syrup. Now I make my own Dawn's mix, so I'm curious what this one tastes like, and I have not traded the tiki or the Trader Tiki version yet. Dawn's mix is, it's a cinnamon simple syrup with grapefruit juice. And that's what Dawn's mix is. And now, what do you put that in? Um, oh, don't make me think of the drink off the top oh, of my sorry. head. But uh, that's what that's what cocktail recipe books are for. And after having the other two drinks, I don't know if I can do it. Oh, I like that. It, you, it's just cinnamon and grapefruit. Two simple notes. There's nothing. There's nothing else that you need to get out of that. But oh, cinnamon it smells like cider. I think a lot of people wouldn't necessarily put grapefruit and cinnamon oh, together. Oh, that's my favorite. Isn't it nice? I think that's And it's just a very simple thing. And so uh, for me, I make Dawn's Mix Ooh. because I have a home carbonator. And then I'll add a splash of Dawn's Mix, which is the cinnamon and grapefruit what about some ginger? syrup. And I will just add it to carbonated water. And it just makes kind of a, of a refreshing Italian soda type thing. Even though Ooh, I, wouldn't think, I wouldn't think... Soda. I wouldn't necessarily think um, cinnamon and... Um, Grapefruit is Italian, but uh, more like a limoncello, I suppose. 
<laughs> now, Pumpkin, I'm not going to tell you what this one is. I just want you to try it. Uh, no, it's falernum. I'm, it is. You yeah, guess, you, you guessed. bitch. I knew it. Because <laughs> she doesn't like falernum, but I no, do. No, I hate that shit. But I'll try it. I'll be a trooper. I think you might I'll like this. I'll be a trooper. I think you might. I get the lime. I get Ugh. the. I get the uh, the the spicy Ugh, notes the in there. Cloves are clove in there. Yes, there's always clove. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Oh, that's not bad. I know. I actually like that. Yeah. So. Falernum should be, and Falernum is probably, I would say, next to Orge. They Orger. just really need to change the name. It just it doesn't <laughs> you, Really, is that seem, what it is that bothers it's you? It's not attractive. It's just not an attractive name. So, um, Falernum. So now, for it example, like something you cough Something up. like Falernum. Many drinks you only use a quarter ounce, right? So that so means. How long is one of these going to So last that means you? just by getting this two ounce sample, you can make a good eight cocktails with this little tiny bottle. And for $9.99, Trader Tiki will send you the the Falernum, the Don's, Less the Don's mix, Does the Don's spices number two, the Orge, and the um I don't like what that was hibiscus. The other one? I don't like that. The hibiscus grenadine. That was my least favorite. You know, I like them all. Yeah, the hibiscus grenadine is probably my least Me. favorite. I guess I don't need a floral note in my grenadine. No. But I think that would be good in certain um, martinis or punches that call for a grenadine that would give it that extra je ne sais quoi. Mm-hmm. That extra I, something I special. I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways. So, there you go. And um, let's just see what Santa has to say. Oh, Santa. That was that was oh, just obscene. He's still he's still having problems there. Poor Pumpkin Santa. I um I had a couple more things to talk about on the show this week. But um Can we talk about French fries? I'm drunk. But we can talk about French fries. Can sure. we talk about French fries? Yes. Okay, because I got in a little tiff. With who? With my boyfriend uh-huh. over French fries. Really? Over French so, fries? Over yes. who's are better? No, we were at the Del Taco. And for Del Taco is a West Coast thing. Mm-hmm. So Del Taco serves, of course, uh, fast food, Mexican food. It's kind mm-hmm. of, well, it's better than Taco Bell, but mm-hmm. it's like along the lines of Taco Bell. And they serve the crinkle cut French fries so that are good. So, so goddamn good. good. Now, I order French fries. And the reason you order French fries is so that you have something to eat on the way home. Yeah. So... My boyfriend doesn't think so, and he got mad at me for eating the French fries on the way home. Because you know what he's said, really thinking is... I needed is, to stop and wait, because and why was I eating all the French because fries? Because he knows that he's losing out on some French fries while he's driving, and I you're in the passenger seat. I gave him some French fries. Well, well I, I do the same thing to my boyfriend. I, I hand feed him while yeah. he's driving. Now, if I, I do admit I get three fries for every one that he gets. <laughs> I admit, but I do hand feed him and while he goes, he's driving. And stop eating the fries. Close the bag. Why do you eat the fries? And I said... You order the French fries to eat on the way home, but he did not understand my logic. You order to him, you order whatever it is through the drive-thru, you close the bag, and you wait until you get home. You know what I have to say about that? Oh, deck the holes with boughs of holly. I don't think Santa has. Did Santa <laughs> have some crinkle-cut, criss-cut French fries? Okay, now I also have to say that the Del Taco... They have the largest order of fries that you can possibly order. Now they have the small fry, which oh, you is like get the medium. The small fry, which is like a large in most places, and then they have their medium, which is like the extra jumbo, even at McDonald's. And then they I like have, the cup. I and then the they cup. have the macho, which is a thirty-two ounce cup filled, overflowing oh, with French fries. Oh goodness! Well, and I was also giving the dogs French fries too. Oh, the cat loves them too. Oh, she loves. They love them. She, cat. Oh, she loves the Del Taco crinkle cut salty French fries. I went to go pick up my dog, and I went and I put him in the car, my little one, my chocolate lab, and he smelled Del Taco, and he literally jumped in the front and put his nose in the bag and started eating my french fries yeah you know um (laughs) there's something about the smell of the french fries that makes animals crazy no you know what i think it is about oh god you know listeners for those of you in in the center of america and the east don't have the del taco i'm sorry you don't have del taco but i just just one other thing here before we end the show and play you a lovely exotica tune and say uh say aloha till next week um 
Del Taco, I think one of the greatest things about their French fries is that uh, a lot of restaurants that serve French fries, they serve a lot of other things that get fried, like onion rings and fish sticks and chicken strips and so all and all like and all it. kinds yeah. of things. Yes, and so the flavors they melange, they they mix together. But Del Taco only fries one thing. They're French fries. They're French fries. That nothing goes in that fryer except French fries. So they have the most pure. And they're crisp and it's canola. And oil, vegan right? and then vegetarian. It is vegan and it of is vegetarian. French fries that you can get because there no animal products ever go into that fryer. Mm-hmm. And it's never contaminated with the seasonings of seasoned fries and fish sticks and all that. Now I don't I don't really mind those things, but when you eat a Del Taco French fry, as opposed to all the other fast food restaurants out there, it's just different. It's it's about the it's potato. Magical. It's about that. It's about and the that salt. It's about that crispy, <laughs> salty fry on the outside and that moist, mushy potato on the inside. So good, and they're always so hot that you have to kind of you bite into them. Yes. Oh, and what? Then yes, because when like you're eating hot, them on the so way home, to, mm-hmm. when you're eating them on the way home, you always burn your mouth you on the first couple. Yes. While your but boyfriend does that, drives. Does that stop you from eating them? No, it does no. not. Even when I'm driving no. by myself, you have your iced tea and you have your French fries, and that's what oh, you Oh, and they still the serve home. real brewed iced tea. Can you tell we're hungry and drunk? <laughs> so, <laughs> listeners, I really, really, I'm so glad you guys stopped by. Each and every one of you, and Holly, and you as well, yes. But my thing is, you order French fries to eat on the way home. Yes. Doesn't everybody do that? I do. You eat them on the way home. I, no, I, I could I not agree with you more. I have never heard of anyone no, he, you that know, keeps everything you in the bag know, until you get You home. know that if he were alone in the car, that bag would have been on the passenger seat because you wouldn't have been there, and he would have reached over several times on the way home and stuffed his face with French fries. But you had the bag, <laughs> and it was in your lap, and you were eating the French fries, and you were in control, and he didn't like that. Mm. Maybe, maybe I have to ask when we get home. When I get I would, home, I would just figure after after being with you for this amount of time that he would just be used to not being in control. <laughs> I would just figure. Aren't you? Aren't you used to it? I'm used to being aren't in control. You used, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> not in control. Why don't you not, take us out, pumpkin? Yeah, because I'm in control. <laughs> Why don't you take us out? So once again, Joy, what is this? Okay, oh, let me try again. Jesus. Okay, hold on, take two. <laughs> <laughs> I've really outdone myself. Yes, you have, Santa. Let me try this one more time. So once again, thank you for joining us. And until next time, mahalo. mahalo. from Cameron Diaz. French fries. I love them. Some people are chocolate and sweets people. I love French fries. That and caviar. You're a big caviar fan. Oh, I love it. Love it. <laughs> <laughs>